Are you interested in a career in public safety? Take the first step and enroll in the Marana Police Department Explorer Program, available this summer for teens and young adults ages 14 to 20. Classes meet every Wednesday at the Marana Police Station in downtown Marana. To apply, visit www.maranaaz.gov mpd. Let's go to the movies. Marana Parks and Recreation presents the free Movies in Marana series on scheduled Saturdays between April and October. Movies start at sundown. Food vendors will be on site. Don't forget to bring chairs and a blanket. Visit maranaaz.gov movies for the complete schedule. Welcome to Real Talk with the Town, where I sit down with the Marana staff to answer your burning questions about our beautiful community. My name is Terry Rosema, and I'm the town manager for the town, so let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Real Talk with the Town. My name is Terry Rosema, and today we're going to be talking parks and recs. And, of course, uh, with us today is our very own Jim Conroy, Parks and Recs Director. Uh, Jim, say hello to our audience here and tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. Hey, Terry. Uh, delighted to be here today. Um, we're always, always eager to talk about our programs and our new projects. And as you know, we have a big facility coming on that we're all hands on deck, our new Big facility? Center. What is that? What's the big facility? The community center. Community center and aquatic you, you, center. You haven't heard about that, Terry. Oh, well, a little bit of rumor a little here bit of and rumor. there going on about that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. So we've we've got some people that are really interested in this, and we got a couple of questions as of recently. I'm going to read these questions, so you're going to have to kind of keep them in the back of your mind. Sure. And we'll get back to these in a minute, because then I'm going to go to an icebreaker, because uh, I'm, I'm a big comic book guy yeah love the comics you know and like with wolverine and superman you know there's always Hulk. like an origin story yeah, sure. and i'm going to get your origin story here in just a minute jim conroy but before we get to that let's talk about what's going on with the marana community center aquatic center the questions that came in when will construction for the community center be um, and can you describe what the vision is for the community center and what will it entail? I know there is a pool, but I don't know anything beyond that. So that's one question. Sure. And then the other question is, will there be any community opportunities for input related to possible sports and activities that will be available to play in the new rec center? Assuming some of this would need to be discussed beforehand for potential infrastructure and equipment purchase. So you got one person wants to know, hey, when's this thing coming? What's in it? And then another person wants to know, is there going to be any opportunity for us to have some say-so and what kind of programming and activities are there? So those are the two things. Sure. Now, on to the icebreaker, Jim mm -hmm. Conroy. Mm -hmm. At what point did Jim Conroy realize my life is going to be all about parks and recreation? Had to be a point. You had to be yeah. like a light bulb moment, yeah. a time when you went, aha, this is it. Yeah. It was really early on. I grew up in a community, an industrial community in upstate New York on the Hudson River, a um, little town called Green Island. And um, we had a summer program. We had a gentleman by the name of Dominic Denio, a World War II veteran, local school teacher, and ran the summer program. And he had more of an impact on our town than anybody in the town. Hmm. He was the first person who you know, talked to me about going to college. Mm -hmm about, you know, what I, uh, you know, the things I was interested in and what I might want to pursue. And I saw really early on, he was there from, I was probably from the age of 11 or 12 to 17. Mm. 
and uh, very support. I was a high school athlete. He's very supportive of me, uh, but always you know, he's being a little bit modest here. Jim Conroy's being a little bit modest. So Jim Conroy was not just uh, you know somewhat of a sports guy, but uh, he was he played football, but he also a power lifter, man, and and not just any power lifter. He was a national champion power lifter. Is that right, Jim Conroy? Yeah, that was, was a rumor I heard. I was fortunate. Yeah, I, my senior year in college, I won the uh, national collegiate powerlifting championship in the. 181 pound weight class. It was at Louisiana Tech in Ruston, Louisiana, is where they held the championship. And, wow! Uh, yeah, it was exciting. I yeah, was from that's a, cool. uh, a Division three school, smaller school, and we uh-huh. were competing against um, D D one athletes. Yeah. So to 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 win it was uh, was really that's uh, impressive. Something that I, uh, you know, but I had a lot of good support, good trainers, and good yeah. people around me. But uh, so this 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 guy you're talking about that kind of had that influence on you. Yeah. Uh, he was he was a what, what, what was his he position? Was a, he was a local high school teacher and coach. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, he played, actually, he played football at St. Bonaventure. As I said, he's a World War II veteran. Then when yeah. World War II, came home, taught for 30 years and coached, uh, and ran the summer programs in our small town. Mm. And uh, town was, was an industrial community, uh, truthfully, uh, modest, modest community. Mm-hmm. And But he brought a tremendous amount of... Um, of creativity and programs and, uh, you know, from arts to sports to you, you name it on as far as what kids would enjoy, the summer was really f- filled with uh, great activities. So early on, he was really somebody who I admired. Yeah. And I saw the impact of what those programs could have on our community, which, yeah. as I said, a little bit lo- lower income community. And uh, I never wanted to do anything different. Yeah. I, so I pursued it. So I, I really, right out of the shoot, I... Uh, Started working at YMCA's and Outstanding. started volunteering. I learned the park maintenance then. I was, you know, so that's right. That's in college and, and right out of all college. All through it. All through it. All through it. Fantastic. Yeah, yep, it's all I ever wanted to do. So let's talk a little bit. I mean, yep. the, you, you mentioned it. You know, this is a big project for the town. And yep. I don't think any of us could have foreseen that this thing was going to unfold as quickly as it did. Yeah. You know, it was two years ago in January that you presented the park's master plan uh, to the council. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, part of that master plan was a community center and aquatic center. Yep. And uh, I don't think there was any um, hope or idea or thought in your mind, certainly not in my mind, that the council was going to turn around and say, we want this done. Yep. And we want it done right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So here we are, you know, a year and a half after that. And uh, we're pretty far along in the process. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about sure. kind of where we're at and who our partners are in this? Sure, absolutely. You know, it um, it was really uh, I think I have to take a half step back and go back to uh, our park and rec master plan. Mm-hmm. So we started. Um, we really got going uh, in the fall. In fact, it was Fall Festival 2019 mm-hmm. is when we first went out with our tables and a couple laptops and started to survey people about what they want to see in the town. Yeah. And, um, so that's the input, uh, that's portion. The input. That's the input portion that this guy was talking about earlier. Is there going to be any opportunity for input? Yeah. There was a huge opportunity for input. We got thousands and thousands yeah, we, of people. We got, that... two, we got 2,454 surveys done. And at the time the population of the town was like low fifties, Yeah. you know, and I don't, I'm not a survey expert, but the people who know surveys 
recently a colleague here in the town who worked for the city of Tucson. They got 900 surveys on a, on a project. And she said, you know, that's awesome. That's awesome, right. And I thought, you know, because at the time, um, one thing I knew about, sur- I had the opportunity to work in three, four master plans before I came here. Mm-hmm. And I knew that a park and recreation master plan without major community input, mm-hmm. it, it can fall. And right. I also wanted to put the organization, our elected officials, in a good spot uh, with community input. Yeah. So uh, actually, Fall Festival 2019, now this was pre-COVID, yeah. um, we, had, we had about eight people take the survey. Mm-hmm. And we really stepped it up. And everywhere where we had an event, everywhere we knew people would be in the town, uh, along with online, we were out getting people to do the survey. It was an 18 question survey mm-hmm. and we got real competitive yeah we got 100 we got 500 we got 750 we got a thousand and lo and behold you know we, going. yeah yeah and then the other thing that happened with that too Vic Hathaway our communications manager was heavily involved in this um, we um, we start to track how many people came online and just looked at the community center in general because we started we had that up Mm -hmm. and we actually approached overall we had the 2454 actual 18 question surveys that were done right but in addition to that we tracked six thousand plus contacts that we had on our website where Mm -hmm. people were coming in looking at it so you know i think the thing that um that the town the elected officials that the community uh, can rest assured of this is a community-driven project right. because the top two deficiencies in our master plan through those surveys right. and our contact with people was a deficiency in indoor space. Mm-hmm. Got really high grades for our programs, right. but indoor space, it's pretty modest. Right. We have our community center here in Orme, a harm park, which, which a lot of people small. are familiar with. Yeah, yeah, very small. But the number one deficiency was a lack of interior recreation space. Yeah. What does that mean? People want a community center. Right. And the set number two was a year-round swimming pool. Because every year when we close our Marana pool, which opened in 1971, so 50 years of service to the community. Right. And yeah. it's still, and I'm really proud of the job our staff does maintenance-wise, because you go over there and you look at that water and you look at the condition uh, quality uh-huh. of the water and the deck uh, staff just redid it. It's really pretty stellar yeah. for uh, a vessel that's 50 years old. So th- those are the top two, though, Terry. It was a deficiency with indoor recreation space and a deficiency with a year-round pool. Yeah. So we put that as we're going through the master plan, and we started because we went to each individual uh, park, and we drilled down on each park on what it needed and what needed to be done there in the next five or ten years. And then it came to the forefront. Well, we got to start thinking about a rec center. Yeah. And we got then you know we got to move forward. We got to share it with the town manager. We got to we got to share it with council and. I know I've heard from multiple elected officials was also, that survey was a very very compelling data for them to have. And as you know, our council didn't, uh, uh, they moved very swiftly once yeah. they got that data. And before I knew it, you know, we were starting the process to plan the community center. And part of that was you ask about community input. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just those 6,000 contacts and those 2,400 plus surveys. Then we went out to uh, specialty groups. We mm-hmm. went to like all the youth coaches. Yeah, your your local yeah. baseball coach, the, soccer the, coach, the swim club. We got the, you all yeah. together. Yeah, you know, aquatics was separate. Yeah, senior club was separate. Right. You know, we kept going out to all those different stakeholders. So you're president of a league, and I'll take Miranda Little League, okay, mm-hmm. or uh, Kynell Ranch Little League. You know, you're talking four or five hundred families. Right. So when you come here as a president to our meeting, you're representing hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. Well, we had 
literally, we had you know, a dozen, 15 people like that in a room that mm -hmm. represented hundreds of people in all these different clubs. Yeah. Our Moran Marlins, you know, 500 families. So it's safe to say, so, Jim, it's safe to say that as far as what's going to be programmed into this facility, it wasn't Jim Conroy sitting in a room, mm -hmm. dark room all by himself, mm -hmm. figuring out, hey, this is what yeah. this is what the people need and this is what they're going to get. You went out there, you talked to tons of people and got all the information that uh, that we feel is necessary in order to put the programs together that this community needs. Absolutely. So, you know, kudos to you and to your team because that was a, a lot of work. And I know it wasn't just you and your team. There was a lot mm -hmm. of other people. You mentioned uh, Vic here and – uh, so that's that's fantastic. Let's talk a little bit about mm -hmm. uh, our, our uh, stakeholders, mm -hmm. the key players. Uh, so we had to go out and we had to find somebody to come uh, help uh, uh, manage this project. We got a good group there, somebody to design it, and somebody that's going to build it for us. So talk about those three entities right there. Yeah, I, I, out of the shoot, the first thing we, we wanted to do, because uh, the town did a great job on our police station, as you well know, uh, and we had a project management firm, and mm -hmm. we went, and that worked real well for the towns. So we went out and we hired Abacus. Mm -hmm. uh, Abacus has been on board now for a year and a half, and they're basically they're the overseer of the project. And then from that point, we went out and hired an architecture firm, and um, great enthusiasm from this project. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the project management firms were yep. top notch. Yep. Uh, the architecture firms were top notch, yeah. and everybody had a lot of experience doing yeah. these type of facilities in the state. T tough to and make a selection out of hard to make the, a yeah. selection but i'll tell you you know the 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 passion and I'll, I'll say it um I, don't say it to him i don't want him to get cocky but the uh, the project architect and that mike russo has been extraordinary to work with uh he i know that firsthand too yeah yeah he was the architect for yeah. our police facility love working with that guy yeah special yeah he's a special professional he really yeah. is uh, he and his team just came in the room and just knocked the ball out of the park. Great passion. Yeah. And I have to tell you, months, months, months later, mm -hmm. uh, I feel every day it was just the right decision. Yeah. So Mike and the Architecton team are on board in the design, and they have, I believe they've designed more rec centers than anybody in the state. Yeah. But um, it was really the passion they had for the job and what they, and they really demonstrated that. And I'm seeing it every day. So you got somebody who's managing the project, you got somebody who's uh, putting the it. drawing and yep. designing it, and we got somebody who's going to build it. Tell me who that is. Chase Construction. And Chase Construction, um, I've not worked with them before. However, you know, they have a great record with the town. Yeah. Um, they've built multiple MUSD schools mm -hmm. and our colleagues. And, of course, MUSD is a major community partner of ours. And they have – they're obviously a community. They, they built the entire uh, outlet mall down and they the built, road. I was going to say, yeah. in 2014, they built the outlet mall, yeah. which was a great success. So between – you know, those big footprints in the town, the outlet mall and then yeah. multiple MUSD schools uh, just in our town, yeah. you know, they have done some exceptional projects. And here again, we've had them on for many months now and the teams really gel together well. Yeah. You know, we're real good at, I think, keeping one another accountable. I think we're real good at listening to one another. Um, yeah. So we're so those are the three main players in regard to uh, oversight, design and construction. And then, of course, yeah. there'll be multiple multiple subcontractors who will be coming in you know with uh, structural engineering mechanical engineering right uh people uh, doing the the uh the hardscape i mean it's going to be it's yeah it's quite a project it's 60 it's approximately sixty-one thousand square foot facility okay. so it's major so, so now let's talk about that
Are you splash savvy? In the event of a home drowning, you are the first responder. We'll walk you through the steps so you can prevent further complications until help arrives. Learn more from Marana Lifeguards, Marana Police, and Northwest Fire District at moranaaz.gov backslash splash savvy. We are first responders against drowning, and we are splash savvy. Enjoy live music in Marana every third Thursday in the fall and spring at the beautiful Marana Municipal Complex Courtyard from 5 to 7 p.m. With theme nights, food trucks, and attractions, this free concert truly is a family-friendly experience. Visit moranaaz.gov events for the complete schedule. Let, yep. Let's talk about this facility. You're talking yep. about a 61,000 square foot facility. That's yep. that's that's a, a, a pretty big footprint. Yeah. And plus, that doesn't account the the aquatic center, yep. which is an addition to that. Yep. So let's talk. What what is this facility going to have in it? Well, I think there's going to be a couple things that are going to distinguish it, uh, not only from uh, facilities in in our region, but in the state. Yeah. You know, we're going to have a three court gymnasium. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just you don't see too many of those. You don't see them, and I have yeah. to I have to say some good uh, good friends and colleagues in the town of Goodyear. They built a beautiful facility last year. I know right. you've been there, Terry, multiple yep. times. Um, they were open about a month, and the gentleman who's the supervisor of that facility he said, Jim. Month into this, I knew that we needed a third court. Yeah, and I have to say that Ed uh, Mayor Ed Honey, when he stepped in there for a tour last March as part of the day away, he um, was a proponent of that third uh, of that third gym from um, the get go, man. And he is he has pounded that drum from day one. He's continued to pound it uh, throughout this whole process. He's been a huge advocate for, for that larger footprint in the gymnasium. It, so. You know, and we're grateful for that because. Yeah. You know, programmatically, you asked about uh, the one uh, person who wrote in, it asked about programming, and we talked about how this has been community-driven, and we met with stakeholders, but it, it never stops, Terry. Mm-hmm. I mean, to really be a, a, or a, a park and rec department and a center that's offering people what they want, trends are happening all the time. You know, 10, you know, 10 years ago, pickleball, you'd be asking, well, what is that? You know, we're, mm. we're going to have nine pickleball courts on that gym. Yeah. You know, um, you know, to be, I think, you know, you constantly have to be looking at trends because trends are always changing. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you know, we're going to have, now we're going to have the standard inserts like you see in a high, high school gym for volleyball. Yeah. And you'll have your three basketball courts. Right. Um, you know, so you'll have that. But then we're going to be able to drop a curtain and divide this room. But then the other thing is, is that we can raise everything up. And during some of our major signature events, uh, tree lighting. Open up the whole fu- thing. Open up the whole thing. Now, the materials that And you don't have to worry about the gym floor. Tell me about that. Yeah. Because that's, people think gymnasium floors, man, you can't walk on it with anything yeah. but sneakers. And you can't, yeah. put, can't put chairs on it, can't put tables on it. But to, uh, talk a little bit about what we're going to be able to do in terms of programming because of the materials uh, that we're using there. Well, you know, we talk about service all the time in the town. And I, as you know better than any, anybody with five-star service, as you originated that saying for the town... But uh, materials that you build with allow you to serve people better. Mm-hmm. And it was very important for us. I've, I have worked in facilities, uh, been involved in the construction facilities where you have your traditional uh, maple floating floor. That mm-hmm. was the gym floor for many, many years. Oh, yeah. Well, now materials have, have advanced where you have kind of a, a hard rubber kind of type of a material mm-hmm. that athletically it has the same type of spring as a wooden floor. 
but you can drag tables across it and you're not going to damage it. Yeah. And you know, that's been out, that type of material now has been out for a decade mm -hmm. and it has uh, tested, uh, it really has tested time well. So we're going to have a very durable floor, but I don't want the listeners to think that that's not going to be a good floor for exercise and athletics and all the physical activities. But truthfully, yeah. we could do a basketball tournament on a Saturday night and we could uh, basically then Sunday morning go in and do a huge breakfast with, you know, 400 people right. and drag the tables and chairs and so forth. So I think the materials that, that we use, uh, I don't think, I know it's a direct correlation to how well uh, and how agile we can be, how mm -hmm. we can flip that room and use mm -hmm. it for, for different things. Yeah. You know, whatever might be required. You, forever, when you had a gym, you had to protect it because the floor was just right. so vulnerable, yep. you know, to, to damage. Yeah, so we, we've got a, a big gymnasium. What yep. else is going to be there on that? Because well, that's, that's first floor kind of stuff. What else is going to be available so, for people to you know, use there? Yeah, and I, I want to stay in the first floor. Yeah. As I said, we've got 60,000 square foot, and, you know, uh, one of our other great community partners are, is our Chamber of Commerce. Mm -hmm. And when we came together with uh, our leadership people, our leadership organizations like Northwest Fire and, and – um, and, base, and basically the chamber and MUSD, um, you know, we, thought, we talked a lot about spaces. And the chamber said that the number one request that they have is a space that you can sit down 100 people and have a gathering. Mm -hmm. And they said actually they get that kind of call weekly. Yeah. So we're going to have a community room. It's going to be about 3,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. Now we'll be able to use Just that indoor. Indoor. Right. Indoor. On the first floor, indoor. Mm -hmm. It'll be a beautiful room mm -hmm. that will be rented. Uh, ability for people to rent it. Mm -hmm. I foresee we're going to have a lot of weddings there. We're going to have a nice outdoor space, uh, probably another 3,000 square foot outdoor space that you can open up the doors, big sliding doors, and a, you can have indoor-outdoor. Mm -hmm. uh, very comfortable. Uh, we can set up um, 2010 tops so we could seat 200 people comfortably. Mm -hmm. uh, I think mayor and council is going to be the opportunity because we'll have all the AV equipment in there to drop the screens so they can do presentations and public meetings. Uh, but I think from a standpoint of the community enjoying it for baptismal parties or weddings or whatever that mm -hmm. gathering might be for them right. to have the ability to rent that to the town being able to use it for public meetings and that type of thing. So maybe during summer program, we might have 120 kids in there where that's where they're going to zero in in the morning. Um, there again, durable floor. Mm -hmm. We're going to have, it's not going to be the same floor as the gym, but a very durable floor that will be able to take kids coming in the summer program and kind of get it roughed up a little bit and then turn around and then having a wedding maybe that night there. So, so it's um, not just sporting activities. This is, this is a true community center, not, not, not just a recreation center, but a community center absolutely. Where, where people who have events that they want to put on, that they want to be a part of, uh, they can do that there. The town can put events yeah. on there. You can have trainings there because there's going to yeah. be a couple of, isn't there going to be a couple of rooms there that are like uh, smaller than the? Yeah, the, we're going to have a couple of rooms on the first floor that you're going to yeah. be able to break out. And you're going to mm -hmm. have everything in there from language classes to CPR classes to oh, right whatever on. a sit down class might be, yeah. drawing classes, painting classes. We'll have two rooms like that. Also on the first floor, we're going to have a childcare room. So if you have a, a young family, mm -hmm. you know, mom or dad want to go in and do a workout on the second floor, we'll have our workout equipment, which I'll touch on. They can drop the child off for a couple hours while they mm -hmm. go either jump in the pool or they might go upstairs and exercise. And that's going to be on the first floor. But, you know, there's an area that we're extremely excited about. We're excited about the whole facility. But our teen room. Yeah. Teen room is going to be super special. Yeah, tell me about that, man, because I, I think mm -hmm. that is one of the coolest features uh, of this thing. So tell, tell me a little bit yeah, more so, about Yeah, so the teen room is going to be an area where it's going to be free. 
Yeah. So when you walk in the front door, um, basically you're going to be looking at about 100 foot in front of you, you're going to see the main desk. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the whole facility opens up. However, you're walking off to the left, which would be free. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're within... Uh, we're less than a fifth of a mile from two MUSD schools. Right. So Junior high and an elementary, elementary school. Elementary school. And we yep. hope, of course, the high school kids will be coming over too. Uh, this teen room is going to be set up with electronic games that uh, that a kid couldn't do at home. Yeah. That, so, and eSports is big now. Speaking Huge, about programming. Man. Yeah. Yeah. And no more power lifting, man. They're doing eSports. <laughs> <laughs> working out them thumbs, not working out the uh, the the... the the hamstrings and the quads. Well, you know, I think, too, you know, the, the broad range of services, you know, if a, if a kid is heavy duty into athletics or working out, that's great. The mm-hmm. place will be for him. But, you know, if a young person really enjoys the electronic games, you know, they're going to have an awesome place to do their activity. It's impressive uh, looking. I, I I am so impressed. As You know, I mean, we've had the opportunity, obviously. Uh, you've done a great job, I think, of, uh, you know, presenting to myself and to the council the progress uh, with the design and everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as, you, as you're able to actually walk through the building, yeah. um, because they're able to do that now, mm-hmm. which is mind-boggling to me, but to be able to walk through the building and actually see this teen room and how cool it is. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to be a place where kids yeah. are going to want to come and hang out. Yeah. And it's a safe place, yep. right? It's a clean place. Yeah. Uh, parents are going to just feel like, wow, this is the greatest thing in the world for, for well, our kids. You know, I think, too. And, you know, another community partner, of course, is our, our, our police officers. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had a lot of communication um, with a number of officers mm-hmm. that we think that this is just going to be another great community policing location. Oh, yeah. You know, Talk about an opportunity for cops to stop in and connect, you with, know, kids. connect with kids, especially some of our younger cops who are into gaming, Absolutely. you know, be able to connect with kids yeah. on a level that you wouldn't be able to otherwise. Absolutely. And, and you know, you touched on something that's awful important, and I think that is, is that it's a, uh, it's, it's a place, uh, it's a place for, for uh, like everything we do, mm-hmm. good physical health, Mm-hmm. and wellness, and good mental health, Yeah, where a kid can go and feel like they belong. And maybe the basketball court isn't where you do your thing. Maybe it's the gaming room. But that's the other thing about this facility from a standpoint of design is the facilities that we have, I think, for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, you know, seniors. Seniors are very important to us. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of opportunities and spaces for the seniors to come in and enjoy. And I think that uh, I'd like to jump up to the second floor. Yeah, because let's, let's go upstairs. Se- second floor is extremely exciting. And, you know, when I think of our seniors and, and just public in general, and of course, you know, with where we live and the 100 days of 100 degrees that we have mm-hmm. annually, we're going to have an indoor walking track. So at two o'clock in the afternoon on July 10th, you know, it's 103 degrees. You can go to the rec center and you can, you can do a couple miles around the track. It'll be 10 laps for a mile, which is mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. And you're also going to be able to enjoy beautiful views. You yeah. know, part of the design of this was to take advantage of the beautiful landscape that we have. You know, you're going to have a great view of the Catalina Mountains and the Torlita Mountains. And then as you wrap around this, on the west side of the facility, we're also purposely have it opened up so you can see the sunsets and see yeah. the Tucson Mountains. Yeah, I have to say, man, I think the architects just did a phenomenal job of capturing uh, the views throughout the facility, whether you're going around the track or whether you're riding uh, one of the stationary bikes or ellipticals or treadmills or whatever to be able to you know, just stare out into uh, the beautiful uh, you know, mountain vistas that we have all around us. So, Absolutely. And hit, hit the yeah. ball right out of the park on that. In safe, you know, if you have, what I hear a lot from our seniors is, 
you know what they enjoy and I, I'm real proud of the program I mean what what we do with what we have mm-hmm. and we have I want to say we've gone over 450 senior members mm-hmm. at our community center which we're super proud of Olivia Selzar has done a tremendous job overseeing that program but this is a place people are gonna be safe yeah you know um, they're gonna be inside and you want you can do walk around that track you don't have to worry about you know any kind of funny business yeah. you're gonna be in a safe environment and then surfaces, another thing, material, what mm-hmm. you're going to be walking on. Easy you, on the knees. Easy on easy the joints. On the, easy on the hips. Yep, yeah, real absolutely. important. You know, so it's going to be real friendly to everybody. Now, yeah. I believe that you'll see young athletes up there. You might have a high school kid who's a, you know, runs a 400 up there, you know, doing sprints around it. Yeah. But you're also going to have an 85-year-old who's going to be up there mm-hmm. doing laps. And, you know, they, that's the beauty of the facility, mm-hmm. you know, the service to everybody. It but really the, is multi-generational oh, when you think about it from it's, that, st- that standpoint. Yeah. You got daycare and little ones mm-hmm. all the way up to people in their 80s, 90s walking the tracks or doing whatever they want to do, coming mm-hmm. in for an event, coming in for a pottery class or whatever the case may be. Absolutely. So what what else is up there on the so second you know, floor? We going to have any opportunity to pump some iron? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, from a, from a former power lifter, we got to have some weights in there, man. Absolutely. We're going to have, uh, although, you know, we're, we're not, we're going to, as far as power lifting and competitive weightlifting and that type of of uh, environment. Um, we know that there's private sector people in town that run those gyms and yeah. we want them to be successful. Yeah. So we're not competing with them. We're not competing yeah. with them. And we Jim want, Conroy's not going to go in there and do, not, do, do a 600 pound uh, 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 squat or anything. So he's not. He's not. He's not, <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing it anywhere actually. <laughs> but, uh, but we are going to have a really nice array of uh, weight training machines. And we're also going to have cardiovascular machines. So somebody can jump in a treadmill or, and, and we're talking pretty high volume. Yeah. You know, we're talking probably, you know, 40 uh, cardiovascular machines with a nice variety of equipment, mm-hmm. you know, whatever your uh, desire is, There's yeah. all kinds of different machines. And then the weight training machines also, you know, great range of weight training machines that people can use. And then uh, some fun- functional fitness, you know, people enjoy. I was going to say, man, because yep. I'm getting older and I'm realizing the importance of stretching and yoga. So yes. am I going to have a place to do some yoga there? So we're going to have two fitness studios on the second floor. And that's where yoga will be. That's where Zumba will be. That's where also we're going to have probably 30 spin bikes that mm-hmm. have wheels on them. So when we have our spin classes, we roll them out on the floor and we, we bring them right back in the end in the side of the room. And then mm-hmm. you can have a yoga class, whatever it might be. Martial arts classes, martial arts class. like that. Martial yeah. art class is actually a very popular youth program that we have at our current community center. Mm-hmm. And I see that transitioning over there and being oh, very I'll bet popular. That, I'll bet that'll explode in uh, so with those, activity there. Those two yeah. fitness studios, the other thing that's cool about the two fitness studios is with the electronics and the uh, just the technology that's available today, this building is going to be loaded with awesome technology. As you can imagine, in the teen room, it's going to mm-hmm. be loaded with technology. But on the second floor, you'd be able to go in there uh, with a couple of friends, and you'd be able to program um, what you wanted, and it pops up on the screen, and there might be... Like Richard Simmons uh, dancing to the oldies. Uh, they'd come up there, and I could do some... Some Richard Simmons, um, All old-time Richard Simmons stuff. All that. I'm excited. Yeah. So, well, we want that, too. We think that'd be, you know, there's at, you know, there's a time for having a, uh, a fitness instructor, and that's important. But there's also the opportunity that people can come in and use the facility. They're getting service, you know, so people aren't just hamstringed into, oh, they only have the class at that time. Mm-hmm. This, this, those two fitness studios will have the ability for people to be able to go in, program it electronically, get it up on the screen, and do their activity whatever that activity might be. Yeah. And um, Tony Horton, maybe. A little P90X. I would think so. Yeah, I like that. I would I think like so. That. 
There's an easier way to get your rec on in Marana. Download the Marana Parks and Recreation app today to learn about parks and trails, request reservations, and register for programs. Don't miss out on a fun time. Available in the App Store for Apple and Android phones. Hi, I'm Frank, and I'm a Marana resident. It's time to reactivate your social and fitness lifestyle. The Marana Senior Program offers a variety of services and recreation opportunities for active adults ages 50 plus. Member benefits include access to exercise classes, a fitness center that's really equipped, parties, and much more. Get a five-day free pass of activities to use within a 30-day span. Visit MaranaAZ.gov backslash Teen Senior for more information. So, you know, what if, what if I'm a, a guy, a gal that uh, really loves the outdoors and would prefer to do some workouts outside? You got, any pla- you got a place for me to flip some tires and, uh, you know, do some pull-ups and anything Absolutely. Like that? That, that was that other big component, Terry, kind of this, this functional fitness area, you know, where people will basically able to do TRX. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll have a sort. And when I said we're not, you know, not that we're going to be heavy in free weights, but we're going to have kettlebells. We're going to have dumbbells. Mm-hmm. We're going to have... Um, uh, a piece of apparatus like a tire that people can flip back and forth. Yeah. Um, you know, where you don't have to be flipping it down the street, you can actually have that in place. Oh, yeah. I've you seen know, those. They can those do are it. nice. So there's yeah. going to be those type of opportunities as well. And that is something uh, I, I know, as you know, uh, has become very popular in like the last five, eight years. Sure. So there'll be that component. So um, there again, I think we're going to have something there for everybody. And um, once we roll, that's kind of the building in a nutshell. Yeah, and um, it's uh, I got I, I you know it, I hope it sounds as impressive as it does when we actually get to see it because when when, when I see the the pictures when I see the diagrams when I see the virtual tour that we've gone through it's just mind blowing. This is a beautiful facility. I think it's going to be something. And and the mayor said this to me, uh, you know, just probably a couple of weeks ago. He said, you know, the town has done uh, some significant things throughout the years. Uh, he's, he talked about the annexation of Ina and Thornydale and the impact that that had uh, to the community. He talked about the, the Twin Peaks uh, overpass uh, over there and the impact that that had to the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said this is going to be one of those things that's going to be impactful, not just short term, but for the next 50, 75 you know, a hundred years. So amazing facility. But let's talk because we talked about the the interior. Let's talk about what's going to be outside in that aquatic center that you got planned. It's exciting. Um, we're going to have a, a, a lap pool where we'll be able to do a competitive swimming. It's mm-hmm. a 25 meter pool, which is uh, high school length competition. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, our Marlins, which is our rec program here in Marana, um, you know, it's been a hugely popular program. That's going to be their home. Uh, going to be 10 lanes, which is really nice, too, because a lot of places are eight lanes. So, mm-hmm. And we're also going to have an elevated area for aqua aerobics. Every year when we close down our Marana pool, uh, particular, uh, there's a lot of senior ladies that just love aqua aerobics. Extremely popular. What's not to love about it? Nationally, too. too. Right, yeah. Nationally, you know, it's kind of like pickleball. Like, it's mm-hmm. extremely popular. And every year when we close, it, they're very disappointed. I d- to your point about it being extremely popular, I just went on a cruise, and you know what they were doing in the pool with the ladies? Exercise and aqua aquarobics, aquarobics, man. Very <laughs> on popular. the cruise, man. So, so the way we've designed our lap pool, as I said, it'll be you know someone who's going to do lap swimming, but we're also going to have an elevated area specifically for 
uh, aqua aerobics, uh-huh. where you'd have your instructor with the mic on the yep. side, and then you'd have, and, yeah. and it's men and women, but I'm yep. just saying that, you know, uh, senior ladies are major population that use it and enjoy yeah. it. And here again, it's great wellness, it's great fitness. Yeah. Um, and then uh, swim lessons. You yeah. know, we, we believe that um, our philosophy is that a, a kitchen. A child should have the opportunity to learn how to swim in their community. Mm-hmm. So we're very, uh, and I know you know this, you know, but we're we're very strong in that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now we are even at our current pool. So swim lessons will also be done. Uh, so from competitive swimming, we could have a high school meet there. Yeah. To turn around to do aqua aerobics for seniors. Yeah. To turn around yeah. and then basically do swim lessons to bring in the you know two and a half year old. Again, multi generational service. Man. Multi-generational. Serving and, everybody. And five, yeah, serving everybody. In, in year-round. Yeah. That's going to be a year-round heated vessel. And and then the other thing that's really exciting, it really is an aquatic complex, mm-hmm. is that we have what we call the play pool. Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be zero depth. So yeah. if you're in a wheelchair, you could you know roll right in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to be deep enough, too, that somebody could do some laps in there. Mm-hmm. It's going to have a lot of play features like you see at our two splash pads that we have right now, which yeah. kids which are packed. So, what, so whether you're there packed. with kids who are you know, a year to two years or five to six years or kids who are uh, teenagers. Uh, yeah, there's going to be something for everybody. So and we did something else, Terry, in, in that in that vessel, which I think the community is going to really embrace. Um, we did, we're doing what they call a resistant water channel. And that basically is just like it sounds, mm-hmm. where you can walk against water, which is also very popular wherever it is. And, um, it's great like, exercise it's, and, and great rehab for people who are trying to come back from injuries. And great rehab. Yeah. You know, so so basically walking uh, against water, uh, giving that resistance for exercise. But if you're rehabbing a hip or a, or, a, or a knee or whatever that lower body, you know, situation might be, we think that's going to be extremely popular. Uh, in our research, and we did a lot, and we visited a lot, uh, a lot of communities in their play pool, they'd have the, a lazy river type of thing. And, yeah. and you know, um, we're still going to have that effect with that pool, you know, where you can get on, you'll be able to get on a tube and do a little bit of that. However, they didn't, they didn't structure it in a way to have what we're going to have in this fitness channel. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have the same type of resistance that we're going to have. And, you know, I, I just want to talk about our, uh, who's going to bookend this physically? Mm-hmm. We have Northwest Fire Department on one side. Yeah. Great partner. I mm-hmm. see us working with them, doing lots of different programs. Right. And maybe even some shared space. And then with MHC. Yeah. MHC. The health center. Man. The, the health center. So, I mean, we're bookend by two. Couldn't ask for better neighbors. Couldn't ask for better neighbors. And I think as time evolves and, um, you know, our relationship with those community partners is very strong right now. But I see as time evolves There'll be programming that will happen with both those organizations as well as MUSD that will just continue to grow. Yeah. Probably, you know, type of programs. And, you know, you talked about the longevity of the facility. A facility like this, and I know I'm a broken record, it's decades. Mm-hmm. It's decades and decades and decades that this facility is going to serve this community. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, couldn't even put a number on the amount of people that will walk into this facility, you know, or go into those pools. But we're not done yet in the aquatics area. We have a slide. We have two slides. Slides? Are you kidding me? And one and one's got your name on it. <laughs> one's got your name on it. Opening day. It's the slow slide. Town right? manager. <laughs> town manager, Mayor Honey. I'm putting out the challenge right now. Okay. We're gonna race down the slides. Race down slides. You I like on one it, slide man. And Ed on the Ed other. Honey on one slide and you on the other. Me on the other. We're racing down. I like but, it. Uh, but we're gonna. We're excited about that. That's that's kind of a fun play component that we're gonna have. 
Uh, it's a twenty. It's you know twenty twenty feet high. Yeah. So it's going to be very exhilarating for kids. So yeah. So in in that play area, what we just covered in the last seven eight minutes, you know, we have our resistant channel mm-hmm. for fitness and for rehab. Yeah. We have our play pool area with the basically what you know the the features that you see the splash pad. Yeah. And then you know you also have a slide you know for younger kids. Also the ability in that play pool where you could do some laps and swimming as well. Yeah. So it's it really again service. Lots service, of shade service. too for the family. Lots of shade. Yeah. Great concession point. concession area, bring the food trucks in. Great point. You know, yeah. and here again, you know, the, the town does such a great job supporting private sector. Um, it was very important uh, for service to the people using the facility, doing birthday parties and that type of thing, uh, to have the ability to have food and beverage. But we, we structured it so it'll be food trucks. So we want to support, there again, private businesses. It's designed. Town's with, not in the concession stand business uh, that's right. at this location, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. However, we're going to be able to have those food trucks out there for people to enjoy. The design of the facility is, I love that. is there to accommodate it. Um, I've, you know, we've seen that mistake at other facilities. Mm-hmm. They try to get into the concessions building. Yeah. It's not their forte. Right. And they, truthfully, it's not successful. So yeah, we, we, we need Connie and Maddie from the taco truck down the road, man. That's what we need. They, 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 they're best tacos in town, I'm telling you right now. Can I do that? Is that I'm not getting paid for that, but I love their tacos. So, um, yeah, so an amazing facility, Jim. And, you know, my hat's off to, to you and your team because uh, what an incredible job you've done up to this point. And uh, we're in the design, and uh, we're getting close to wrapping that up. So talk to me a little bit about next steps uh, with sure, this facility. I sure will. I do want to touch on something else, that Terry, that you mentioned I think is very important to shade. Oh, Cause, yeah. Because yeah. we hear that a lot from people. And the perimeter of this entire facility will be shade. Yeah. And the other thing, the opportunity with shade, we're going to have cabanas where you're going to be able to go in there like we have right now every weekend at all our parks at Mars. We have birthday parties. Now you're going to be able to also do it at the pool. You're going to be able to rent a cabana and do yeah. your child's birthday party right there. But shade is very important. Beautiful. Yeah. So it's really cool. I didn't mean to slow us down there. But no, no, no. That's did, great. You know, the shade it, it, is very important. That's going to be huge for families. People to be comfortable. Yep. And obviously, we live in a part of the country that we have to be smart regarding that. So as far as the, the schedule of the project, mm-hmm. where we are right now, we're going to be breaking ground. Uh, we're looking at uh, July, August. Mm-hmm. We're, we're still still a little bit of a moving target. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of people working every day, you know, zeroing in on exactly when that day is going to be. But we're getting close. This summer, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna, it's about a 20-month construction project. So there's a lot of detail and analysis done um, from how long everything is going to take. And where we're falling right now, we're starting in that late July, early August, in that time frame, we believe we can open in the March March of 2025. Now, what's That's si- exciting, man. And what's significant about March is we'd love to open about a month, six weeks, maybe even seven weeks before school's out. Mm-hmm. Because we've also seen facilities open in the summer when school's out. They're inundated. You get flooded. Lo- you get flooded. Yeah. And I have with to people. S- with <laughs> people. With people. And we want people. that. We yeah. want that. But we also want to be strategic and smart. Get in there. Get operations going for a month, six weeks or so. Because we know once school's out, as it should be, it's going to be very, very busy. So we're really pushing for that March of 25 and... Um, it's about a 20-month construction period based on, on the current analysis that our engineers and architects and construction company has done because it's a team with all three of those entities working together. Yeah. So we are literally looking at having a full-blown community, multi-generational community center and aquatic center open in 
less than two years from now, yeah. right? And if I want to be somebody that goes to this facility and uses this facility, what's it going to cost me, Jim? Well, you know, we're going to do, we'll be presenting fees probably six months before we open. So it's not going to be any secret. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that we're going to have to do the analysis on is what's the recovery that we're going to want to see? Mm -hmm. For instance, and I'm just going to put a number out here, yeah. but we did do... Um, we did do some analysis during our master plan yeah. um, and to what an aquatics facility would cost to run, what mm -hmm. a rec center would cost to run. So say say it's $1.2 million for the overall operation of a recreation center. On a yearly basis. On a yearly basis. Yep. So what is the percentage that the town is going to want to recover? And it's different. It's different all over the state. Mm -hmm. Some communities will want to recover 15, 20%. Truthfully, that's kind of the low end. That's low. And I know, and I probably shouldn't mention towns' names, but we know yeah. what towns, you know, yeah. we, no, I have to say that, it, you know, in the municipalities in the state, I think we do a pretty good job mm -hmm. of communicating with one another, but some of the military is high as 70% recovery. Yeah. Now that's going to dictate what it's going to be. Um, so I think we're probably going to fall for a family and we're not, it's not going to be. Uh, per person. It's not going to be, say, a family is four people. Yeah, well, okay. I see if where you're going. If it's eight yeah. people, and that's another thing we've seen communities make that mistake, where a family is not going to be penalized if there's seven people in the family. Yeah. You know, versus four people in the family. Family's family. Now, where that number is... No, it's going to happen, Jim, is uh, families are going to move into the same house together. They're going to be like, hey, man, let's get like 20 of us into the same house, and then we, we, can, get our, we can get our fee reduced, man. Could happen. Could happen. Who could, knows? Could happen. But I, we think that's important. I th and as you look around the state and you look at, to answer your question, though, so people have kind of a sense of it, you know, family membership, you know, 500 550 $600, mm. you know, somewhere in that range, you know, we'll have uh, an adult. Per year. Per year. Per yeah, year. That's, that's for every, and that's yeah. everything. That's the pool. Yeah. That's everything inside. You get everything for that. So what that family number, spends more on that than that on Starbucks in a given well, year. Well, and man, you, you know? know, as I said, I know um, it's really the core of what we do. I mean, the services that we do, it's about wellness. It's about keep, keeping people physically healthy. It's about keeping people mentally healthy, and we think this is an, an oasis for that. Yeah. For a family. Ooh, I like that, an oasis. Well, it is. Yeah. You know, I, I really feel like that. And yeah. the, there'll be a senior rate. And I'm um, we'll be, as I said, there's an area that, and I know because council is so supportive of youth, you know, the uh, teen area will be free. We don't yeah. want to prevent a child whose family can't afford to come in and use the teen room. Yeah. So there's going to be different opportunities. And I mentioned law enforcement earlier in conversation with some of my colleagues in the police department. You know, I, I see them, I think, as we move forward. Maybe, you know, you remember the PAL programs, the, sure. the Police Athletic Leagues. I mm -hmm. mean, I, I see different opportunities, too, where youth are going to be able to use the facility. But you will have the traditional pass to answer your question. Yeah. And where those numbers are going to fall, giving you a ballpark, yeah. you know, will be and determined. And that will all be determined by the council. But we're we'll going to take do, that to the council. We're going to do well out. Six yeah. months before we yeah. open, it's a conversation. Good deal. Yeah. Well, Jim, uh, thanks so much for joining me here today, uh, and thank you listeners for joining us. I want to encourage you to go onto our website. It's at moranaaz.gov backslash community center. Community dash center, I think, actually, is what it says here. So um, please take the opportunity to go there. You can check out uh, what this thing's going to look like. Uh, take a little uh, uh, sneak peek 
And as uh, this continues to unfold, we'll be uh, share more and more information on that website with you. Uh, thank you again, Jim, for joining us. And thank you, listeners. Until next time. Submit your questions by visiting MiranaAZ.gov slash Realtalk, and we'll answer them right here. To receive notifications for new releases, remember to click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Also, please follow the town on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to stay up to date on current news and events.